0: It's The Rendezvous
1: with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Bienvenue. The accent is French. I want to start the show by giving you this little tip, a dating tip. I I like that a lot. After all, that's why I do this show for And it comes from a conversation about friends of mine who are online dating and friends of mine who are fed up because it doesn't seem to be working out for them even though they go through, I don't know, 100 dates a year. And I told them that. I said, you know, get in the right mindset before you date. Meaning, you know, be excited and please be optimistic. Because even if it doesn't work, you can still make a friend or hear an interesting story. So it's not just about the romance. I know that's the goal. It's about, you know, every time we spent 15, 30 minutes or even more with an interesting character, I think it's good. It enrich our life of experiences. So keep that joy of life that I celebrate so much. But anyway, if you don't know how, you can call me at any time right now at 855 905 8255 I'm gonna give you Joie de Vivre. You want to share something wonderful someone has done for you in the name of love? Call me 855 905
2: 8255 Bonjour Alice.
1: Bonjour Simon. Bonjour Alice, welcome to the rendezvous. I know you have a story of a romantic gesture a man did for you? I do. My
2: husband brought me a dozen roses. Eleven were alive and one was artificial. And when I asked him why one was artificial, his comment was, and I have goosebumps repeating this, I will love you until this last rose dies.
1: Oh, (laughs) see? (laughs) That is very sweet.
2: My heart melted, and I still have that rose. Obviously, the other ones died, but I have that one, and I look at it every once in a while when I'm mad at him, and it brings back a flood of love.
1: How wonderful! Did you do something as romantic for him as he did for you with the flowers? Do you have? Did you reciprocate this?
2: I am not that creative, but I'm going to try.
1: <laughs> you should. You should. He, he did really good. Alice, it's inspirational. I'm going to do the same thing one day than he did for you. And I'll think of you and thank you for this wonderful story you just shared with us.
2: Thank you. Thank you for being there to share
1: these stories. You're most welcome. Have a good night, Alice. Coming up, I'm going to help that guy who received an ultimatum from his girlfriend and is not sure what to do now. And that is coming up next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me and you can't call The Rendezvous, remember, you can always send me your question through an email at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what is going on with Patrick?
3: Patrick says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Patrick. I'm having a problem with my girlfriend. Mm. She doesn't want me to have any communication with my best friend anymore because she happens to be a female. I've been best friends with her since I was 10 years old, and there has never been anything between us. But it makes my girlfriend uncomfortable, and she wants me to cut her off completely, or she'll break up with me. I love my girlfriend, but I think this is a really unfair ultimatum, and I don't know how to handle it. Do you have any advice?
1: Basically, you're a guy, and your new girlfriend told you that you should never, ever talk again with your best friend because she's a girl. Should you accept such ultimatum or not? I'm going to tell you my opinion next. Stay with me. What would you do if you are a guy and your new girlfriend would tell you, I don't want you to ever see your best friend because she's a girl? That kind of ultimatum. That's what Patrick received. So, Patrick, here's my advice. A, I would not give in like this. I don't like ultimatum and it's not fair. But I would offer a compromise to my new girlfriend to meet my best friend. And maybe they can get along. But if she didn't want to meet her, then I'm sorry. I think I would not date this girl any longer. Because the best thing we can do is all meet each other and get to know each other and then decide. But just because your best friend is a girl, she should get excluded from your life because you have a new girlfriend. That's not fair. I would say no to that. So try the compromise. See how it goes. Go from there, okay? You call the next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You have a question or a doubt about your relationship, maybe your partner? Don't wait any longer. Just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amelia.
2: Bonjour, Simon. Thank you so much for having me.
1: You are welcome. What is up?
2: Um, Well, so I have a question. I have an amazing boyfriend, really great partner, um, really caring, loving. But I have a problem because the ooh-la-la doesn't feel so great.
1: You mean like no chemistry?
2: Yeah, I think that's the problem.
1: I see, Amelia. Okay, uh, has it been from the beginning or that just lately happened?
2: More recently. It wasn't this way in the beginning.
1: Okay. Do you remember an event, a, a fight, uh, an unspoken, a situation that could explain the root of the fading away of the ooh desire?
2: I mean, maybe it was an argument we had at a certain point. It might have something to do with that.
1: What was the uh, argument about?
2: Um, just supporting each other and feeling like he understood me. Um, and then we actually split apart for a little bit uh, and then came back together. And I wonder maybe it w- if it was because when we split apart, it just, I don't know, pulled me away intimately.
1: Uh huh. It could be. So, and you have not solved any of this, right? You guys had this fight, split, and then got back together without ever solving the original fight, right?
2: Probably not. That's probably why we're facing this problem now.
1: I agree. Because really the body expresses what the minds feel. So um, how about as a solution to have a conversation, not about the ooh that's just it, but about what happened and try to resolve either alone or with a couple therapist therapists, what made you feel so upset and made him feel upset, what made you feel disrespected and maybe unwanted and him too. And then, you know, write all those things on a piece of paper and then he does the same. And then you just talk about it after a good meal and see if, The argument can be resolved. Maybe he has to apologize to you. Maybe you have to forgive him or not. But you need to talk about it thoroughly. Clean the past to kiss the future.
2: Oh, I like that.
1: So maybe it's time to do a little cleaning back there.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Simon. Wow, thank you so much.
1: You are welcome, Amelia. Good luck to you and call me back anytime you want. I'm here for you.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Clean the past to kiss the future. Let me emphasize a little longer about this. I got more to say. Stay with me. Clean the past to kiss the future. I was just talking about it with Amelia, my last caller, because, you know, the ooh is fading away, and then we realized that they had separation, fights that were never resolved. And I really want to say it, it's not just when you have a fight. It's that if the communication is not fluid, if you don't feel both understood and respected... And I'm not even talking about the ooh la just in the way you talk to each other, in what you say to each other. It will dry out the desire for each other because communication is really the fluid that allows us to feel understood, respected, and therefore desired. Without it, forget ooh la 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 I have a story, a mistake I made that I don't want you to make, so I'm going to share it with you. so you don't do like me, you do much better than me. That's next. Here's a true story and a true mistake of mine, one of many. So in my early 30s, I um, had a wonderful girlfriend, a sweetheart. I made a mistake of not listening to her enough and dismissing what she was going to say because she had a habit of telling me stories that were a bit long. And instead of listening patiently, sometimes I'll cut her off and say, get to the end, please, what's the point? She got really mad one time, two times, and then you know what happens? She didn't feel like she wanted to ulala with me. And then I, I got mad at her too. I said, what's going on with us? And it's my shrink, this wonderful Dr. Sadia who told me, Simon, if you break the communication with your girlfriend, it will break everything that comes from good communication, including the romance. So listen to your girlfriend. That's a sign of love. Don't ever cut off your girlfriend again. I never did. I apologize for my behavior. Guess what happened? We ooh again and again and again. So, don't do like me. Do better than me. Listen to your partner. You call that next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Esme. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you tonight?
4: Well, I have just been offered a really great job, which I'm very excited about, Mm -hmm. but it means that I wouldn't be able to go to my best friend's wedding next weekend. And it's like super last minute to cancel. And I'm, you know, she was my maid of honor. I want to be there for her. I'm supposed to be a bridesmaid and I'm just really conflicted because this is a job of a lifetime and I really don't want to turn it down, but I also don't want to end a friendship.
1: I mean, why do you think you would end the friendship that she would not understand that this is the best opportunity for your work?
4: I don't know. I mean, she really cares about her wedding and and she's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe she won't talk to me after or something.
1: Let me ask you this. If it was you getting married and she would say that to you, what would be your reaction?
4: I would say take the job. Why? Because it's just a wedding.
1: And because you love your friend. Yeah. Okay. Well, then this is the moment of truth. If she doesn't say, great for you, congrats, don't worry about us, I love you, go for it, then what kind of friend is it? That's true. Right? Yeah. So ask yourself always when you don't know, how would I react if I were her or if I were him? And then you go from there. So I say you speak to her on the phone tomorrow. Here's what's going on. I'm so excited. I'm sorry I can't make it. I'm very sorry. You send a nice gift. And if she doesn't say, I get it. I'm sorry you can't make it, but I'm so happy for you. Go, girl. Make me proud. Or, you know, I'm so you know, excited for you. Then have no regrets.
4: Okay. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. And congrats on your new job. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good Instagram DM I just got. Somebody went on a date and saw something that Stroker has a deal breaker. Or maybe not. We'll get to that next. You're listening to The Rendezvous, you have a question, but you can't dial in. Just send me an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio with your question, and we'll get to it. Trisha, what's going on with Minka tonight?
3: Minka says, bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Minka. I went on a great
3: date earlier tonight, but something weird happened. At the end of the dinner, my date took the salt shaker and put it in his jacket pocket. Hmm. He said that he collects salt shakers and he takes one every time he goes out to a restaurant. This guy is a really professional and successful guy, and he's really handsome and sweet too. But the stealing kind of threw me for a loop. Do you think it's a big enough red flag where I shouldn't go out with him again?
1: Minka, that's a good question. You witness a guy just starting to date stealing the salt shaker every single time you go out. Is that a big enough red flag to break up with him? Or maybe not. I'm gonna answer that next. Stay with me. Say you go on a great date and you just realize that the person you with steals the salt shaker. And then that's exactly what happened to Minka, who says, Simon, you know, when the great date, something weird happened, the guy steals the salt shaker because he said he collects salt shakers. So he takes every time he goes out, he takes one. So Minka, you wonder. Really, should you stay with him or not? Is it a big red flag? So here's my take. I would ask him two things. I would say, I would love to see a picture of all the soul checkers that you have. So see if it's true, number one. And two, I would just say, listen, I'm uncomfortable with it. So um, we can go on a date. But next time, if you want to steal it, um, I'm going to pay for it. Right? Because you don't want to go out with a thief, even if it's little. It's just not something I would do, for instance. So I would give him a chance to rectify the thing and see if he's okay paying for it or even stopping stealing them but I would not continue to date a guy who steals anything. But give him a chance to explain and correct the behavior. It'd be nice. You call the next 855-905-8255. If something has been bothering you in your relationship, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Paulina. What's going on?
0: Bonjour, Simon. Um, so I just moved in with my boyfriend. Um, which is really exciting,
4: uh-huh. but I've
0: discovered that when he comes home from work, he plays video games for like an hour or two, uh-huh. which I like had no idea. So he, it's like he says he needs uh, just time to unwind, and he wants to relax, but I'm not sure how to handle it because when I get home from work, I want to spend time with him, and we're in this small apartment together, and I feel like I'm like living with a wall.
1: Okay. When he goes home, do you guys kiss hello? Is, what, what is the process of both of you at home at the beginning?
0: He, he gives me a kiss hello, and then he gets changed, and then he immediately flops on the couch, turns on the TV, and starts playing video games.
1: Okay. What do you do when you get home?
0: I get changed, and then I usually get started on dinner, and I want to hang out.
1: Okay. What would be, you think, the perfect compromise or situation? You go home, he goes home, and then what would happen?
0: I guess I would hope that maybe he would play video games but only for like a half hour or so, and so then we could make dinner together versus Mm -hmm. like being really separate.
1: Okay. Uh, Right now he's spending how much, an hour or two hours on the video game?
0: Over an hour. It depends. Like I've been, you know, he can tell I'm frustrated by it. But <laughs> so I feel like it's been like more like an hour, but at first it was like two hours.
1: Okay. So not to defend him, but you have to realize that most men, including me, when we get home, we don't want to talk for half an hour, an hour. We just don't have it in us. It, it's, our brain is wired differently than women, and so we need quiet. Some people do you know, video games. I like to read and have tea. It's not against you, Paulina, or any women. It's just the way it works, and then past an hour time, usually we'd back to ourselves that can be social again and hanging out. So I think the right compromise would be you let him play his video game and then you read and you do other things. You don't start dinner right away. Uh, maybe you call your girlfriends, you, you know, get on your emails or do things on your own for an hour. But you and him agree it doesn't pass an hour. And then you cook dinner together and then you start the evening together after he has unwind and after you have unwind too. Would that be a good compromise to you?
0: Yeah, that would be great.
1: Okay, so now, you know, speak to him and tell him you've been thinking about it, you've called me, and here's a compromise that would be great. Is he okay with it? And then let's see what happens.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: You're most welcome, Polina. I think it will work. Thank you so much, and have a good night. Thank you. Now, a complete different question for you. Do you remember what it feels like to be in love in your early 20s? That is coming up next. Last question for you tonight. Do you remember how it feels to fall in love in your 20s? Remember that. Unique feeling. It's like you possess, you're hypnotized, you mesmerized. You're the happiest you've ever been. The butterflies are there. And I say that because I just did a podcast with two friends of mine. They're both 21, both French. One lives in Chicago, the other, she lives in Paris. They met in Tel Aviv, Israel, about almost six weeks ago. And you're not going to believe what happened. It's just a true love story. Listen to my podcast. It's all on the podcast La Confession. You can find it at DerrandezvousShow.com. And if you want to reminisce really about what it is to feel in love by the voices of two 21 year old boys and girls, take a listen to my podcast, La Confession at DerrandezvousShow.com. Thank you so much. And you know where to find me tomorrow. Have a good night.
3: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.